Hi everyone, I'm Devin Moore. I'm the founder of Hashtag Briefs to Speak Up, an anti-bullying organization. I'm a Humanity Rising ambassador, and I'm the co-creator of Hashtag Behind the Screen, a 10-week anti-cyberbullying curriculum. I'm so happy to see you all here today. We would love for you all to turn on your camera as well and really join in on the conversation. By attending, you will all gain access to our agreement survey. After completion of the survey, we will be emailing all respondents of the PDF version, uh, the PDF version of our 10-week program. We are beyond excited to launch. Before I get into the details of this program and what it entails, let me tell you the story behind its creation. Alicia Gupta and I created the hashtag behind the screen curriculum because we both want to educate the youth on the signs of cyberbullying. We both have our own personal experiences with cyberbullying. My story deals with racist cyberbullying. Three of my former middle school classmates photoshopped my face onto racist and hateful images. They put my face with a gun aimed toward my head. They put my face on top of a gorilla suit. And they put my face going into the trash. They also sent me more hateful images of a noose, a KKK member, and a meme saying, Black people aren't functioning members of society. I knew that bullying isn't only happening at that school. It's not only happening in New York or California or Virginia or Chicago. It's happening all over and we need to put an end to this. Because of my bullying experiences, I founded Hashtag Race to Speak Up. And through Hashtag Race to Speak Up, I work to educate and empower the youth about the different types of bullying. I've spoken at churches, on podcasts, in schools to further my anti-bullying message. When speaking at schools, I noticed a common trend. Many of the students didn't exactly know how to speak up about their bullying experiences. And for, one, and for the ones that did, the school didn't exactly know how to handle it, which resulted in continued bullying, the victim transferring to another school, and mental and physical health issues. We want to put an end to this. We work together in order to create the hashtag behind the screen anti-cyberbullying curriculum to allow students to bring anti-cyberbullying measures to their schools. Using our 10-week program, the student can start a Stand for the Silent chapter at their school or out of school organization and inspire their communities to not only look out for the signs of cyberbullying, but prevent it from happening altogether. The PDF we will share with you details how to use the 10-week program with integrated activities for students and parents. It will guide you week by week on what to discuss with your chapter and even how to start a chapter. But it is important that you all, the leaders of the chapters, know a little bit about the issue beforehand. Now, what is cyberbullying? Cyberbullying is the repeated instance of bullying via digital devices. It could be anywhere that people can view, participate, and share negative content. It could be sharing personal information, causing embarrassment, inappropriate sexual content, or like in my case, Photoshopping content and posting it. 
it can be through all types of social media, whether it be Instagram, um, it could be Snapchat, Twitter, TikTok. A lot of the youth are on these social media platforms. It could be through regular text or DMs. It could be through the regular email. Now, I wanna ask you guys a question. What types of cyberbullying have you seen? Was it based off of race? Like in my case, was it based off of race? Was it based off of religion, sexuality? Here, I'll, now I'm gonna, let's do a jam board because I want you guys to respond. Was it based off of race or religion, sexuality, gender? I know that there are a lot of bullying instances online that I've seen where it comes to um, famous people going through things, or maybe you've seen a friend or a loved one gone through cyberbullying. Or even with cyberbullying, you may not know who exactly goes through it. You may not know who goes through cyberbullying. It happens all over and we need to put an end to it. It's sad that so much of the youth goes through it, now, how many people get cyberbullied? One in three youth are cyberbullied. Since the start of the pandemic, cyberbullying has increased 73%. 50% of the youth will not tell, and only one out of five reported. So like I said before, you could have a whole classroom full of people who are cyberbullied and you may not even know. You may have a bunch of loved ones that have been cyberbullied. You may not even know. They think they may think, oh, this is the only way that I can get out of the bullying. I feel so alone. But you have to remember, you are not alone. That's why me and Alicia created this anti-cyberbullying curriculum to show you that there are other people who have gone through bullying. There are many instances of bullying. And there are people in the world who want to put an end to it. Alex said mainly sexuality and race. Um, I see uh, mainly, I see another racism and sexuality. Lots based off of sexual orientation and gender identity, sexual race and appearance as well. It could also be um, being disabled. People get um, bullied for their disabilities. It, uh, yes, I see in the chat, disability. There are so many different types of bullying, but this is not something that you should go through. This is something that unfortunately a lot of youth has gone through. Cyberbullying is persistent. Digital devices allow for 24 hour communication. It tends to happen from different accounts or different email addresses. What you post online is permanent. Whether you take it off of your personal social media, others can save it. Remember, the internet saves everything. So it's definitely still there. It can, it can even affect job and college admissions if it's reported. So remember, if you're on Snapchat posting such horrible things um, about someone or if you're putting it on Twitter, it's saved and this is not right. Now, it can be hard to notice. A certain comment may not hurt you, but it can definitely hurt someone else. Now, 
go back to the chat. Yes, definitely a lot has gone on in the world. Like, honestly, I want you guys to actually, I want to ask you guys a question. What would the day look like without cyberbullying? What do you guys think that the day would look like without cyberbullying? Because we understand that cyberbullying leads to hurt. It leads to pain. It leads to sadness, anger. Oh, I see Kalia um, put another um, comment in the chat. Last year, my friend experienced cyberbullying. A boy texted her on Snapchat, harassing her and telling her to kill herself. I don't know why he did, but all my school did was suspend him for a couple of days. Later, I found out that the school knew and didn't care. That, Kalia, I'm so sorry to hear that you're, um, that someone at your school went through that. Um, if you feel comfortable, you can also unmute and share a little bit more. Yes, exactly. That is awful. And ex that's extremely bad. I'm so sorry that you had to go through that. See, there are a lot of instances where schools unfortunately don't do anything. Going back to my um, middle school when I was racially cyberbullied, the most that the school did was give one of the bullies a one day in school suspension. But this doesn't teach them that this is wrong, that this is hate, and that this need, that this keeps going on. In fact, your school needs to have a hashtag behind the screen chapter implemented so that they understand and know the different types of, I mean, know that the signs of cyberbullying, know how to prevent cyberbullying, and understand that um, we need to be upstanders. This shouldn't be happening. This shouldn't be going on. We need to remember that we are all a part of one race and we need to show, which is the human race. We need to understand that we are all humans. We shouldn't be treating each other like dirt. We shouldn't be treating each other in such horrible ways. Let's go, let's in fact go over the Let's go over the damage that it causes. It affects the ability to learn and feel safe at school. 64% of people say that. Lowers self-esteem drastically. It can lead to migraines, stomach aches. It leads to anxiety and depression. I know in my case, I still go through anxiety. I still go through sleepless nights and horrible nightmares just because of the fact that all that this was three to, three years ago, but it still affects me to this day. I still may have some nights where I have nightmares um, with the bully, bullies, the three bullies in my room coming out to get me or hurt me. I still go through anxiety. There are people who have suicidal thoughts and self-harm. People who delete their social media accounts, it could lead to eating disorders or abusing drug and alcohol. It can even affect your relationships with your parents and friends. But that's not at all safe. That's not right to do. This is why we need, we need um, to implement hashtag behind the screen into schools in order to teach the students what cyberbullying is and how to prevent it 
and the signs of it. We need to teach the teachers, um, the parents. Now I see another um, comment, oh, from Kalia. The same boy also bullied another friend and posted her snap calling her um, F word and N word. My school didn't do anything about this. Again, I'm sorry that you're, that you, that this even happened, it's disgusting. We need to work together for an effective solution because, and I'm gonna keep saying it, too much of the youth goes through this. It hurts, it, it can still affect you in the long run. It's affected me for so long. I remember I went to um, this elementary school. I've spoken to these fifth graders and they were telling me how the school didn't do anything. Such young students, the school didn't do anything. My friend um, was pushed on the ground. My friend, little kids telling me that they posted stuff online about them. My friend was hurt. My friend was bullied. It's such sad, it's so sad, but bullying prevention can equal kindness. Here, I have a shirt actually on, says kindness is not weakness, because it's not. We need more kindness in the world. Kindness matters. You could do stuff on social media, whether you post um, positive uh, affirmations, which is actually another part of behind the screen, posting positive affirmations. Um, being kind to one another matters. Here, I'm gonna show you the resources that also could go to as well, depending on the situation. When you first receive your horrible message, your horrible email that is showing that you're cyberbullied um, or just when you're cyberbullied, you don't need to respond. Do not respond because that will only go down a darker hole. You need to screenshot everything and have everything saved so that you have evidence. And then you need to tell someone. You need to tell a friend, tell a parent, tell a school administrator, tell your principal, tell someone who will help you. You need to also protect your passwords. You need to change your passwords. And also, again, being an upstander goes a long way. Do not be a bystander, someone who doesn't help um, the victim. Be an upstander and support the victim. Those who are victims of cyberbullying, they need support. I needed support. And that's why I'm glad I have my family. That's why I'm glad I have um, such amazing organizations that I work with to help better spread the word, my anti-bullying message, our anti-bullying message, especially through hashtag behind the screen. And actually, I wanna actually tell you guys about some of the um, parts of behind the screen when it comes to activities. So we could, you could host a panel where you find a group of students in your school and you have open conversations about cyberbullying um, and your experiences with it. And this could be a group of students, a parents and teachers. You can reenact bullying situations. A part of hashtag behind the screen is reenacting bullying situations because it goes a long way. It puts you in um, that spot. You feel, you feel exactly what the person's going through. Whether or not you've gone through cyberbullying, you still feel exactly what is going on with the person because you're going through the reenactments. You can discuss, um, you can discuss um, solutions, the different solutions to it, whether or not it could be prevented. Um, another activity is you can educate your community 
by bringing up what you learned from the hashtag behind the screen curriculum to middle and elementary students so that they can learn more about it because it happens at such young ages. Remember when I said that at school, at the fifth graders, oh, when I spoke to fifth graders, they had so many different instances of bullying. You can also host a speaker where you find a speaker in your area who will come and talk about their own experiences with bullying or hate and what they're doing to help prevent bullying now. In fact, we want to make a community, we want to make an effort to rid this form of bullying in our communities. We want to drastically lessen the number of students who face mental health issues, who face suicidal thoughts, who face self-deprecation due to cyberbullying. And so again, I wanna ask you guys, if you've ever been cyberbullied or even just bullied in general, so that we can talk about it. I hope that this is an open space to be comfortable. No one's judging you. No one is, this is a, this is a very comforting space. So please share your instances of cyberbullying or bullying in general. I remember I had this, or, and you can also unmute um, or just put it in the chat. While you guys are typing, I remember there was this instance I had um, this friend, or I still have her as a friend. She told me, she reached out to me a long time ago. She had a bullying instance similar to mine, which shows me that this is definitely in a lot of different places. So with her experience, she decided to, or not decided to, students decided to take her face and put or Photoshop it onto racist images. She's Indian and um, she's Jewish. So they bullied her for her race and they bullied her for her sexuality as well. There were multiple instances, uh, there were multiple pictures posted around the school. Um, there were many different experiences with cyberbullying. Um, wait, did someone unmute? Does someone want to um, share? Oh, I thought I heard someone unmute. But um, so um, there was actually this one other instance of bullying, which shows that it, def it definitely affects you into your adulthood. Um, so there was this one woman that I spoke to, her name's Clet B. Smith, and she's the NFL's first African-American female coach. So I um, reached out to her to talk about my organization, and she told me that she had many different instances with bullying. She, she's, so she's an adult now. When she was way younger, in middle school, she could tell you the exact date, time, hour, who those children were, were bullying her, pushed her around, called her horrible names. So again, it affects you. And even when I go and I speak to um, legislators or senators and assembly members, they tell me that about the bullying instances that they go through from long time ago, it still affects you. There are so many adults that it affects. I mean, bullying affects. Oh wait, I see another comment in the chat. I was cyberbullied by a fake Instagram account calling me curse words on my birthday. 
a boy also made an animated video of me dying. I'm sorry to hear that. And I'm so sorry to hear that you've gone through that. That's not right. I am sad to hear that. I hope the school did, did the school do anything? I really hope that the school did something. Please feel free to share. Uh, no. See, this is why school that schools like yours need to have um, hashtag behind the screen. Um, the hashtag behind the screen chapter is implemented into your schools. Because remember, like ugly hurts. Words like ugly hurts. Words like you look disgusting or calling me this, calling me that. These words hurt or making a fake Instagram account about someone. It hurts. Doing these different things, it hurts people. It makes you feel bad. I see another comment from Yolanda. There were three girls in my middle school who would also send me hateful images telling me to kill myself and that I didn't deserve to be alive. I tried to tell the principal, but nothing was done about it. And it caused my sister to be harassed as well. Again, I'm sorry to hear that you've gone to that. It's good that you did speak up, but it's not right that the school didn't do anything about it. I can relate to the school not doing anything about it. Um, so I know how it feels. I know the pain. I know the sadness. And I'm sorry that you had, I'm sorry that you had to go through that. The pain is real. The pain, it just hurts so much. I know how my anxiety sometimes gets the best of me. I know how I may be sad at times. I can only imagine what it's like to go through um, these things. Everyone has their own story, but it's not right that they go through this. So can you, I see a question. Can you go in depth about how we can implement hashtag behind the screens into our schools? Well, of course. So dealing with hashtag behind the screen, Alicia and I created different weeks to, um, oh wait. Alicia and I have different weeks that we have where basically so each week has a different um, theme. So the first week is actually, you know what? I can pull it up for you as well as talk about it. So each week is a different um, thing. The first uh, week is talking about what is cyberbullying. It's testing your knowledge of what cyberbullying is. Is cyberbullying just hurting someone? Is it bullying online? How long do you get bullied for? Or what's the difference between teasing and um, actual bullying? There are different weeks. There's one week where, oh, great, it loaded. So I'll screen share now. Oh. Okay, let me scroll down because there's different weeks for everything. And I'll go through it right now. Mm. 
All right, awesome. So the first one to two weeks are educating yourself on what cyberbullying is. Cyberbullying is the repeated instance of bullying via digital devices. Again, it can happen anywhere that people can view, participate, and share negative in, uh, negative content. Um, this is the first week. So you can go in your chapter and have discussions about what you think cyberbullying is. Have you ever seen anyone else go through it? How long do you think it affects someone for? Um, here are some examples of cyberbullying. Um, nobody likes you. You're ugly. Leave me and my friends alone. The words nobody likes you and you're ugly have horrible meanings. These words hurt. You make me sick. I hate you. I hate you. I hate you. These words hurt and um, they are only meant to inflict pain. They're only meant to hurt others. Bullying can be caused by um, jealousy, is caused by hate onto another based off of their religion, sexuality. I'm just gonna keep saying it because there are so many different ways that you could get bullied, but it's just disgusting how that keeps happening. So week three is studying the data. Um, one in three youth are cyberbullied. It goes through the data to give you a more um, or a better picture of how much of the youth and how many people are being bullied in society, in modern day society. I know that you guys may see a lot um, on social media, this person said this about me, or even people in power saying hor such horrible things about other people in power. Or maybe your classmate said, uh, I hate the way he looks. He is so ugly because it could be different reasons, different social media apps. It's, it could happen all over the internet. I remember how I said that it saves, the internet saves everything. That could be moved across all over so that your school could see, other people who are on social media can see that. It's saved and it's not right. But for this part, sorry, I'm getting a little uh, sidetracked a bit. So the statistics parts is to show you a better understanding of how much people get bullied or get cyberbullied. Every time we get a notification, our heart stops a little and fear that there's another bad image and account or account when we hesitate to check. Every time I go on my phone and I get a notification, I honestly, it's somewhat of like a little like anxious tick for me where I kind of just like jump somewhat only because when it's like that certain notification that tells me that someone texts me. And that's the only reason why is because of how um, I was bullied. The notification came up and I saw what those horrible images were. And it was just a hard time for me and my family, the trauma that we went through. Week four is hearing from others. So you'll hear from Alicia Gupta and her experiences with cyberbullying. You'll hear from me and my experiences with cyberbullying if you want um, us to come and uh, speak with your chapter. Week five is hearing from others continued. So we did um, a research on how many um, people, or we did testimonials on how many people were getting bullied. It could be so many different reasons. I'm just gonna read this part. Whether it's being a part of the LGBT plus community, your race, your socioeconomic status, your talent, or in this 
care, your culture, your culture, people are always going to find ways to discriminate, categorize, and degrade. Week six through seven is taking action. How can you guys help others? Be an upstander. You need to understand the signs. What exactly is cyberbullying? And how can I identify whether it's cyberbullying or not? Whether it's teasing or not? Whether it's this or not? So this is the step-by-step -step action. Another thing that, uh, or another action you can take is going to the schools. That's one of the activity going to, if um, school, schools permit, you can go to middle schools and elementary students and teach them about what cyberbullying is, how to understand the differences between what is cyberbullying and what isn't. Why is this happening? And why are they targeting me? Go through that with them. You can also teach them how to be upstanders. Now, week eight is learning how to petition. So I also have been working with legislators, assembly members, and senators in order to get an anti-bullying law passed, which would keep students in schools safe from bullying. This helps um, students by first having, oh, public and private schools have to report all bullying instances to the school superintendents. Now there will be a public, um, the public bullying records put on the school at uh, the school website so that parents can access. The students' um, names will not be revealed. So none of that information will be revealed, but it shows you how the bullying was resolved in this school, how bullying was resolved in these schools and what did the school do about it? Um, also, I can put that in the chat as well for how, um, by you guys signing my petition to get this anti-bullying law passed, you're helping me and helping others by putting this, uh, getting this implemented into um, school so that students won't have to deal with bullying anymore. Um, now, a part of hashtag behind the screen, again, is reenacting different bullying or different cyberbullying um, situations. Um, then week 10 is staying positive because we all need to stay positive. We see a lot of hate on the internet. We see a lot of racism, sexism, homophobia, so many different types of negative things online. And people seem to focus on that negative. People don't really seem to focus on the positive. We need to shift their mindsets into focusing on the positive, posting affirmations saying, I am enough or today will be incredible. You can even email your teachers and friends and family members and just simply say, hi, how are you? To check up on them and just acknowledge them. Know that they're loved and know that they're cared about. And we all have to remember that we are all a part of one race, which is the human race. We may be different and we may have our differences, but our differences make us unique. I see another comment in the chat. There was an instance of bullying on my gymnastics team behind the coaches and, I mean, between the coaches and the athletes. The unhealthy amount of authority they had allowed them to constantly ridicule and embarrass us. Numerous teammates of mine, as well as myself, found ourselves, treat, found ourselves in treatment of anorexia and other eating disorders 
almost three years after as a result of these instances. Allison, I'm so sorry. I mean, Alice, I'm sorry. I'm sorry that you had to go through that. You should have never had to go through that. This shows you that bullying has life, even just life-threatening effects. Alice had to, Alice went through anorexia. There are people that go through, like me, I know I said this earlier, anxiety. There are people who go through depression. The suicidal thoughts and the self-harm, that 25% going through the self-harm, not right at all. Not right at all. You see these things online, such horrible things. They, are, they have made um, movies, they made shows, so many different types of things about how bullying affects you. Um, so yeah, um, now if you guys are comfortable with um, sharing any more bullying instances, please feel free to type in the chat or please feel free to type in the chat um, what else bullying, cyberbullying means to you or type in the chat your own bullying instances. Tell me more about what's happened to you. I mean, again, this is a free space no one's here to judge. We're only here to help. I'm here to help you. When you implement hashtag behind the screen in your schools, it's only meant to help you. When you post positive affirmations online, it's only meant to help you. When you say, hi, I'm here for you. I'm your friend. I will help you. I will speak up for you. I will be an upstander. It's only meant to help. With people like Humanity Rising here to help the youth with hashtag race to speak up, my organization, here to help the youth. In fact, I'll tell you um, the meaning behind my organization's name, race to speak up. We are all, it has two different meanings. We are all a part of one race, which is the human race. And we need to hurry up. We need to hurry up and speak up. Hurry up and speak up about our different bullying instances. We need to, again, hurry, hurry up and be open to speaking about them because they do affect. What are, Faith said, what are some of the solutions students have for bullying? I love to hear everyone's ideas. What do you guys, actually, that's a great question, Faith. What are some of your guys' solutions for bullying? If you guys feel comfortable enough, you can unmute or um, type in the chat. What are some of your guys' solutions? I know sometimes when it comes to the bully is that we, a lot of the time, we kind of need to figure out why are they bullying, which therapy can definitely be a part of that to, or in order to learn why are they doing this? Why are they targeting this specific person? A lot of this like bullying mindset could even come from a home environment, unfortunately, but come from a home environment. It could come from different places. And that's why, there needs to be therapy for the bully and therapy for the victim so that they can get their emotions out too. How are they feeling? Um, but again, if you guys are comfortable, uh, who would like to um, unmute and share? What are some of the solutions that you have for bullying? <clears throat> or, oh, Amir. Hello. Um, well, I was watching a video today, this morning. His name was EA, I think. And he was talking about how majority of the time, an eight-year-old is eight through ten-year-olds are uh, they're scared. The most the thing that they're most scared of is being fat. 
because eight to 10 year olds don't like being bullied at such a young age because it can mess with their mindset. So the majority of the time, it's usually a house environment. That's all I wanted to say. Thank you. Okay, well, thank you for sharing, Amir. Yeah, that's, I mean, I'm glad you shared that because there are a lot of things that you do go through just by themselves. Like with that, um, what you said about the kids and how they, you said from ages eight to 10, how they are scared of being fat. Um, I know that during each different ages, there's that, which is hard to go through. There's um, figuring out who you are at other certain ages. Kids are going through a lot on their own. They're finding themselves, they're figuring out themselves, which is good to figure out who you are. There's good, it's good to know that. It's understandable to feel certain ways or certain other ways, but bullying shouldn't be a part of that. Cyberbullying, bullying shouldn't be a part of your day. It should never be a part of your day. And also dealing with cyberbullying, a lot of the bullies that do that, when they're online, it gives them a false sense of security. And that's why they're, that's why they're more likely to do it online. It's because they feel more comfortable. Oh, I'm gonna say this about someone. Oh, I'm gonna post this about someone. They have deeper issues. They have a lot of issues. Oh, I'm gonna do this, oh, I'm gonna do this. This is not acceptable. It's not acceptable. That's not right to do. We're all human. Um, if someone else would like to share, what are your guys' solutions to bullying or cyberbullying? Timothy, Abigail, I see you guys here. Kalia or Amir, again, thank you for sharing. Um, or Dara. I feel like it's not a simple thing to like completely get rid of bullying or cyberbullying because I think it comes from a lot of internal hatred and just like systematic racism and homophobia and like body shaming comes from internalized fat phobia. So I think it just needs to honestly be fixed from the roots. Very true, Abigail, which also goes along with um, therapy also as being, but it's still hard. It's still hard to do, but going with through therapy can help to understand why the bully is doing this. Where is it coming from? and learn how to get them to stop doing that, as well as for the victim going through um, therapy helps them get their emotions out. Um, how are you feeling about why you, about your bullying experiences? I know you shouldn't be going through that. You should have never gone through that. That's something that shouldn't be a part of your day, be a part of your life. Thank you again for sharing Abigail. It definitely has, there's a deeper reasoning as to why people bully. Um, if anyone else would like to share. Um, I don't know if this is a, a solution for everybody, but I know personally how I deal with bullying is having a positive outlook on it. So like, let's say someone says something mean to me. My mom always taught me like not to really listen to people, what, what they say. So if they do say something mean, I always just 
be think about like what they say and just know it's not true because you know they really don't have any room to judge me I understand what you mean Kalia because it is I mean, I definitely know how I do. During that time, there were other people at that school who were bullying me, and I knew to try to just ignore that. But it's also hard looking at on the other perspective is for those who can't ignore it and for those who feel that they can't get out of it. So, Kalia, I I'm glad that you shared because, I mean, I think it's just really hard to... Um, like ignore it. But for those who can, I think that also has a really good side because it means that um, you understand that the bully is just a dot in your life. It's a, oh, that's beautiful. Debbie said that's beautiful, Kalia. It's about loving yourself and knowing that it's about them and not you. Exactly. They have their own things that they're going through and they chose to target you. You need to love yourself. We all need to like understand that that's self-love uh, with what Kalia said. You need to love yourself and understand that when it comes to bullying, you need to kind of, this is of course hard to do, but when it comes to the bully, you need to put them as like a little dot in your life because they shouldn't be having that much power over you or anything. But when they do such horrible things like cyberbullying, like putting your face on racist images, putting your face on homophobic images, like saying, I hate you, saying these different things and doing these different things, sending you such horrible things, it's hard. It's hard to go through. It's hard to understand why. It's extremely hard to go through. Grace, Grace in the chat said, I think with one solution would be influencers talking about cyberbullying on their platform. I definitely agree. I know some influencers do this, but I think more should talk about it. That way it can reach bullies and people who are being bullied to let them know they are not alone. Definitely, people listen to influencers. People listen to these big names. And for them to talk about it, it shows that it's a real issue and also more people will listen to it. It's hard to ignore the hate. And oh, another thing that, like going back to one of the um, weeks with hashtag behind the screen, they um, the public or the influencers can post positive affirmations online, um, saying you are enough. Today will be a great day. Influencers are probably cyberbullied a lot too. Very true. A lot of people don't understand that a lot of influencers go through cyberbullying. There are multiple instances. I remember I did this research at one time on how many. Um, influencers had gone through cyberbullying, it was a large amount. I can't remember right now, but it was a large amount showing that they're still being targeted. Every, there are a lot of people who still get targeted at any age, at any time. It happens, but we need to prevent it before it happens. We need to stop this. We need to put an end to it. Samuel said, you could also pity the bully instead of giving them the reaction that they want, as they are most likely struggling with their own demons and are projecting them onto you. I understand what you mean. They are definitely struggling with their own internalized thing, and they can project that onto you. When it comes to a lot of um, 
bullies who are bullying their victim, whether it be because their victim is gay, that uh, the bully could have internalized homophobia. Or when it comes to, these are big topics, but I'm just gonna say like certain little things about them. When it comes to racism, hating on um, the victim just because of their race, it also deals with like the bully seeing that victim as a smart or intelligent black person, as a smart or, in or intelligent um, Indian Hispanic person, person of color. Debbie said, that is so true. The bullies usually have their own issues with low self-esteem and insecurities. A lot of bullies have that. So, and I'm glad that you said that, Debbie, because that kind of um, may shift into the Q&A. We have a few minutes for a Q&A. So if you guys feel comfortable with sharing, um, we could talk about how the bullies have these issues and they go through their own things, their own internalized things. They have their own things at home. Or the victim, what's it like being a victim? It's a scary time. It's a hard time to go through. Um, so if you guys would like to ask any questions, please feel free to share. Um, come on, does Dara have a question or Emily have a question, Riley? Whoever, oh, I feel another solution would be talking to, to someone. And I mean, not just adults, but friends too. Exactly. You need to talk to friends, someone, someone you trust. You need to talk to friends, teachers that you trust. Um, a principal, if you trust your principal, you need to talk to friends. Friends, your peers, if it's your peers and they're a close friend, they really will understand you. So you need to talk to someone that will help you, that will be that upstander for you so that you won't have to go through that bullying anymore. Over 85% of the time, bullying will stop with a peer when a peer intervenes. That's very true, Debbie. When, a ups, when that peer, that upstander intervenes and says, stop, this is wrong. You should not be doing this. You should not say this or do this or post this online about someone it could stop there. Over 85% of the time, it stops there. We need to put an end to this. And through hashtag behind the screen, it shows you how to prevent it. It shows you how to identify the signs of it. Devin, I have a question. How long have you been doing hashtag race to speak up for? I've been doing my anti-bullying organization for three years. Um, I For three years now, I started it over the summer actually of that school year, like my transition. So I graduated from eighth grade. Then over that summer, I started it then. That was really when that bullying, when I was going through that bullying, then eighth grade year ended, but I was still going through the effects of them. And I knew that bullying truly is not in that one spot. I kind of was just open or like the door kind of opened itself and I saw a lot of bullying, whether it be online. I had so many different like things I saw, whether it be this person saying this about this person, this influential figure has had, has had nights where they just cry every night because they were cyberbullied, said horrible things people say about them. Um, I see more, oh, sorry. Yes, that's, um, 
So during that time, I wanted to be a part of the positive change in order to help those who have been bullied. And I know that I could advocate for them. Abigail said, I feel like some people cyberbully and cyberbullying is pushed to people who are racist or homophobic people. Cancel culture is really normalized. Is it okay to bully people who are putting slurs on the internet? It's, I'm just gonna say, of course, it's not okay to bully at all. And it's not, it's not okay to like retaliate because retaliating uh, will only lead you into a deeper hole. That's why I say when you see it, screenshot it, save it, don't respond to the person. Show it to someone that you trust or show it to someone that will um, help you in the situation, whether it be a teacher, a parent, or principal, school administrator, or a friend that will help you speak up about it. Um, Jolie, if I'm pronouncing your name right, said, in the fourth grade, I was definitely a bully. I'm glad you're sharing this. I was definitely a bully. And looking back on it now, I feel horrible. The whole grade was bullying this one girl and they were pressuring me to do so as well. And at my old school, oh, this would actually be, um, I know I'm still reading this. This would actually be an example of social bullying when you tell each other to bully one person. But, and at my old school, people who didn't participate in the bullying would become a target as well. So when I eventually joined in, it was a mixture of trying to be cool and fear of being bullied. That is definitely not an excuse. But I just want to say this. I regret not standing up for the girl who was bullied. Thank you for sharing. I am happy that you saw that that was wrong. And I think it's definitely right to stand up for someone, especially when multiple people are, um, for lack of better words, like ganging up on someone or just coming together to bully someone. I think it's wrong to do that, but I'm glad that you looking back and understanding that that was wrong. Kalia said, I feel like they shouldn't be bullied, but they should be held accountable. They, O'Reilly said, responding to that person may give them more power. Okay, thank you. Samuel asked, is there a way for a person to take bullying and turn it into something beneficial for themselves or for others? Maybe raising awareness about it after experiencing it. Um, when it comes to victims, they can definitely, oh, actually, you know, I'll start with bullies. When it comes to bullies, they need to recognize what they did. They need to stop, recognize what they did or what they are doing. Understand that this is wrong and it's hate and it's hurtful. And you need to go and apologize for the victim. I mean, to the victim, it still may be a hard um, thing for the victim to get over. And honestly, it's, Will we ever get over it? I I think I've grown as a victim from bullying. I think I've grown. I just, I think that a lot of the time, bullies really need to understand what they're doing and stop what they're doing. And then they also, again, going back to therapy, they need to get help and understand why are they doing this? And for the victim, and then, oh, and for the bully, they can also speak about what they're doing. I mean, why they did this to help uh, show others why a bully has this mindset or show the victim why they did this to the victim. And for the victim like me, I mean, I started, I started an organization, but you can speak up about your experiences. You need to speak up. You need to hashtag race to speak up because 
helping, I mean, showing this or telling others about your experiences may help encourage them to speak up. And remember, kindness is not weakness. Being an upstander helps people. I agree, Kalia. I think they should have punishment, but fighting bullying with bullying won't get us anywhere. Honestly, that's very true, Abigail. Um, that's why I keep mentioning therapy. How can parents help? Parents can, of course, when it comes to bullying, if they're the parent of a bully, they need to recognize that their child is doing such horrible things and teach them on why it's bad. Teach them on the fact that this is just hard to go through for the victim. They need to understand that this is wrong and they need to think about themselves as well because where is this bullying coming from? And for the parent or parents of a victim, they need to just support their victim. And if it's dealing with, um, when it's dealing with bullying at school, the parents need to go to the school and show all this horrible cyberbullying, all the evidence of it, and go to the school with it and tell them that this is happening. Yes, I have seen a lot of situations where the parent gets involved and feels helpless because they can't do anything. Unfortunately, that does happen and that's hard to go through. Should parents constantly monitor social media? Um, that's a good question. I think that there are certain extents. The only reason why is because, say if the parent is always looking at the child's phone or going through their phone, seeing their social media, that's hard to have like a certain amount of privacy, privacy between the child and the parent. Um, but yet I also understand from the parent's perspective because like you may be scared that the child's gonna go through this cyberbullying again, that um, child's gonna go through this bullying again. I think that it, oh, actually I agree with Kalia. I also do think that it depends on the age. Um, but after a certain, I don't wanna put ages on it. I just want to say that if the child truly understands how to distance himself from that bullying on, or cyberbullying, get all your evidence of it, show your parents and go to the school or go to someone that will help you. I think that the child understands what they're doing online as far as it coming to cyberbullying. Um, that's why I'm like, I'm not, I mean, you could also monitor them, but it does kind of depends on the certain situations. Um, I, Abigail said, I think if a parent knows their kid is cyberbullying, they shouldn't have social media until attending therapy. Very true, Abigail. If the parent knows that their kid is doing this, they shouldn't have cyberbullying. They're not proving that they understand what the use or the intended use of the internet is for. It's not, the intended use of the internet is to getting in touch with friends and saying, hi, how are you, is looking up um, information on other things or social media, the intended use of that is just to kind of catch up with people and see what other people are doing, see what famous people are doing. The intended use is not for people to hate on each other and post horrible things. Riley said, I think they should if their child is young, but if they are older, probably not. Yeah, if the child's young, you really should be monitoring because you know, the child's not really used to the internet. It's kind of hard for them to understand what's going on with that. Um, 
but yes. Um, does anyone have any more questions or anything else that they want to talk about? I'm so glad that you guys are sharing. This again, this is an open space. I really hope that you guys are happy talking about it. I know I'm happy. I'm so glad that you guys are sharing. This is always a good topic. And remember, you need to start a hashtag behind the screen chapter in this in your school to help implement anti-cyberbullying measures. Teach other students in your school. Once you gather this, this information, go to your school, go to your environment and say, Devin and Alicia, they have hashtag behind the screen curriculum. I would love to implement this into the school, my school, so that the other students and teachers and administrators understand what cyberbullying is, how to prevent it, and how to be upstanders. Um, so if anyone else, does anyone else have any more questions? I will put the link in the chat to um, the agreement form. Um, please fill out this agreement policy when you commit to starting an anti-cyberbullying chapter through hashtag behind the screen. Um, so here's the form for it. Sorry, I'm trying to, okay, here we go. We will also be holding more anti-bullying assemblies with Kirk Smalley, as well as take a stand upstander program soon. Please um, make sure that you keep up with all of our human, uh, Humanity Rising events. Um, here is our emails that you can reach out to us with. I will also put that in the chat. Um, but don't forget to click on the first link for the agreement form. And then also here's our social media. As Debbie always says, Humanity Rising is a student-led movement. You can join through humanityrising.org. We have student, we have events um, throughout the month and scholarship opportunities. Thank you all for joining. I hope that you all have an amazing, spectacular day. Thank you for joining. I'm so glad that I got to talk to you guys.